Hey everybody, this is Jay Hoare. Good Game Radio did not record this episode you're about to hear, but we do partner with Shots Fired, and we did help in the production of this episode. We do hope you'll enjoy it. Sit back and relax. This is madness! Madness. Good Game Radio, JJ. Welcome to Shots Fired. Today with me, I'm interviewing a corrections officer who wants to remain anonymous. He is accused of smuggling marijuana into the inmates at his state prison. So, anonymous corrections officer, let's talk about what's happened to you. Um, What are you being accused of? I'm being accused of bringing drugs and tobacco products into a state prison with no evidence. They told me they have no evidence. And how does this make you feel? Uh, pissed off. Um, you know, it's it's not right for one, and then. My stomach's been messed up for like six days now, and I'm waiting to find out if I still have a job over something that I didn't even do. And I normally wouldn't care, but with the coronavirus thing going on, it's probably going to be hard for me to find another job. So it's just kind of adding stress on top of stress. So you indeed did not do what they are accusing you of, correct? I'm not stupid. There's like 300 cameras in that specific facility. Um, The specific time that they said that I possibly passed drugs to an offender, there were two other floor officers on the floor. Um, You know, I did it in plain sight, plain as day. I was just transferring a piece of commissary, which is a food item, I was transferring um, cheese puffs in a sealed bag from one cell to another because an offender owed a gambling debt to another offender. And I was always told by other corrections officers and through my training that the quickest way um, to have a fight is if two offenders owe each other a debt. Um, the other thing that could happen if somebody owes a debt in the prison is um, if you don't pay your debt, somebody could try to force themselves on you in a sexual way. And I figured by me passing these cheese puffs that were sealed from one cell to another, I could fix a problem quickly and easily. Now, I have two questions from that statement. One, how did the inmate get in debt? And two, did the person accusing you think the chief cheese puffs were laced with marijuana? <laughs> um, I don't think they thought they were laced. Um, 
during my interrogation, they told me that they thought that the cheese puffs were unsealed like it was an open bag. So they thought it was possible that they had put narcotics in the bag if it was open. And then I transferred it from one cell to another. Um, but that, that's not the case. I, I'm not an idiot. You know, I saw that the bag was sealed. The offender said he owed a gambling debt because they get bored in there. No, they're not supposed to gamble. They're not supposed to gamble food, money, anything like that. But when you're spending your life locked up in a prison, they gamble about sports and all kinds of other stuff. So it was just... So do was, the inmates typically gamble cheese puffs? Is that what they usually use as barter? They, they usually just use food. Sometimes it's ramen noodles. Sometimes it's coffee. Um... <laughs> That, that's their bargaining chip, per se. So you said that they gamble over sports. Are there TVs in there? Oh yeah, they have they have TVs in their day rooms, and then they can buy. If they've been there long enough, they have old TVs. You know, the big square ones that are really heavy, and nobody wants to move them. Um. But if they don't have a TV and, the, and they want to buy one and they have enough money in their bank account, they can buy a flat screen TV to have in their cell. So, yeah, they have, they have free cable. They can watch anything on cable every day for free. So, yeah, sports wow. is on there. So inmates get free cable, yet we have to pay for ours. Oh, it must fr- be nice. They get free medical now, too. Um, that was recently passed back in, like, January for the state of Virginia. They don't pay anything for the medical expenses now. Wow, so free health coverage. Mm-hmm. Also, um, wait, I forgot. Oh, yeah. So did they interview the inmate that you gave the chief's puffs to did they interview him to ask him if there was marijuana in those I, I don't know if they interviewed him or not um they they were doing a separate investigation there was a fight in in the building that i work in there was a fight but it happened on day shift and i work night shift so after that fight happened the offender that they thought I was passing drugs to was involved in that fight. So they searched his cell. They searched his cell and they found a bunch of marijuana after the fight. So then they're, they're trying to draw conclusions from that. Interesting. Now, because of the coronavirus outbreak, because of the coronavirus outbreak, we haven't had visitors allowed in state prisons for like two weeks now. So because they found that marijuana and there's no visitation, they are pretty determined that it's a staff member that's bringing drugs in. It could be old drugs from before the lockdown, but they also think that it's you know a staff member bringing drugs in. Okay, so that that would make, uh, if I was 
you know, higher up there, that would make me question that because you said no visitors. Um, I mean, I, I guess I can understand where they're coming from, but you also told me uh, off off script that uh, another employee was getting investigated as well alongside with you. Are you sure that that person uh, didn't bring in the marijuana? I mean, I'm, I'm not sure. You know, I, I don't think that that person's bringing anything in, but I can only speak for myself. I can only speak for what I know I've done. Um, I don't think that person's bringing anything in, but I, I don't know that for certain. Hmm. And it could also be somebody that's, that's not even being investigated. That is true. That could be. It could be someone higher up, and they're just trying to put it off on you and the other guy. Yeah, we're both um, we're both fairly new, so it's easy to blame us. You know, we we make a good scapegoat. And you told me also off script that they thought it could be you because you were very, you got along well with the inmates, which I see is a good thing. You don't want the inmates pissed off at you if you work in a jail because it's just going to make an uncomfortable situation. You want to get along with them. So I don't see nothing wrong with being friendly to them. I mean, they're still human, even though they made mistakes, they're still human. You still treat them like humans. Um, so what do you, what do you have to say for, um, you being friendly to them and what did, when you got interviewed, what did they have to say about that? Uh, I mean, uh, I, I am friendly. You know, anybody that's nice to me, I will be nice to you in return. And that's called respect and that's called good manners. And that's how I was raised. Um, I'm not going to be friends with anybody in there because I take my job seriously. I take my life seriously. I don't want to put my family in danger. Um, but as long as an offender is not causing me problems, I will talk to them in a respectful manner. If they ask me about Tom Brady, I will say, I hate the Patriots, but I like Tom Brady. Like, I will carry on small conversations with them, but I will never talk about uh, job-related details. I will never talk about personal information. It's all just bullcrap conversations um, until I can move on to the next part of my job. Yeah, that, I mean, that sounds like what I would do if I worked in a prison. I would talk about everything, sports, life, the sports. weather. Sports and coronavirus, that's like the only things that have been going around. Now, I have another question. This is kind of off topic. Are they isolating those inmates because of the coronavirus, or are they all still blocked together? They're all still blocked together. Um, they have... We have a medical area, and we have an area for offenders with special needs. And they have moved everybody out of medical, and they've moved everybody out of the special needs area. So if anybody gets the coronavirus, um, they will put them in those areas and quarantine them there. Gotcha. Well, I've known you for a long time. 
and I know you've never had any trouble. I mean, I've never known you to use drugs or anything like that. So if I'm, if they interviewed me about you, which they wouldn't because they don't know me, I would say this guy's never done anything like that in his life. Um, I think you got the wrong person. Um, but I could see why they're, they might raise some eyebrows towards you because of the cheese puff incident. But honestly, I, I feel like it's someone that they're probably not even suspecting. I can understand where they're coming from. Because, I mean, I would like to think that I'm an intelligent person so I can see how they drew that conclusion. You know, I can see how the the math adds up to me being a possible suspect. I understand that. I can see that. But they told me in my interrogation that they had no evidence to prove that I had done anything. Otherwise, they would have already arrested me. Um, they're not going to find any evidence because I didn't do anything. Um, you can check my bank account. I have no extra money. Um, you can... You can check my family. She's not wearing any fancy jewelry. And pretty much my entire life, I've devoted to either working for the public or working with churches. So why would I do anything to jeopardize that? Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> since, um, since this is staying anonymous... If I was going to sell marijuana, I would do it far away from a prison. Exactly. You don't. <laughs> you wouldn't bring it into a, a prison, which is the place that they send you if you do such a thing. That doesn't make sense. I mean, no offense, but it's a lot easier. It's a lot simpler to do it far away from a prison. No cameras. No want to be cops you know what I mean I, I don't do exactly. that I, I don't sell anything on the side because I don't I don't like being involved in that kind of stuff you know if, well, if I'm not involved I, I, in I just, it then I can't get drugged in it you know what I mean well I, I understand being accused of something like that I have people around here they think I sell drugs but because I I sell shirts and baseball cards and whatnot on the yard sale page and then I travel a lot and they wonder when I work well I work two jobs as well but uh I've been accused of that too and I mean people are always gonna create rumors that are not true um and especially in your situation there's no reason or sense for you to be doing that which I know you didn't but it makes no sense they should Whoever was interviewing you should know better and know by your character that you're not that kind of guy. Um, but I feel like or girl. the truth. Do what? Or, or girl. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, or girl, because you're anonymous. Um, but yeah, like, they, they'll, I feel like the truth will eventually come out and they'll say it wasn't you. Um, but I, I know you wanted to get this off your chest and this is the best way you could do that. 
Um, I have a, I have a off topic question. Um, is it just guys in that prison or is there girls in there too? There, I think there's two prisons in the state of Virginia that have women. Uh, the one I work at does not have women. Okay, because I was going to ask if it was women in there, are the males allowed to participate in sexual intercourse with those ladies? But now I want to know, do the guys participate in sexual intercourse in the prison? Are you talking about if the offenders have relationships with one another? Yes, like Aaron Hernandez did with his uh, inmates. (laughs) Uh, they're not supposed to. Um, it's illegal. They will get extra jail time. But yes, it does happen. Wow. So, what kind of punishment are we talking? If they catch someone sticking their corn cob up the tail of another male, are we talking uh, like what do they do? They chop off their balls or uh, no? It's it's okay. it's Nothing, nothing medieval or Cuban. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, they charge them uh, with rape um, because if you are under the custody of the state of Virginia, you are not able to give consent for sexual conduct by law. So they find out who the aggressor is. I assume the person that's uh, pitching. And, um, <laughs> P- they, they're painting corners, huh? Like Greg Maddox. They, they, they charge them with, uh, with rape. And then they most likely move them to another state prison, probably a higher level facility, and they get more jail time. Um, they probably... Have you ever witnessed personally, this no. No. I have seen offenders um, jerking off, but <laughs> I think that was in their free time and it wasn't directed at any individual. Wow. So now I know what the cheese puffs are used for. All right. So... So these offenders, they're a rowdy bunch up there in Virginia. Um, Is there anything else you would like to say? I know you said something else you were getting accused of as well. Uh, I can't quite put my finger on it, what it was. If you want to explain that a little bit more. Basically, they just, they thought I was too friendly with offenders. Um, They said that it was a, a telltale sign that I was crooked. They said by me being friendly with offenders, it was a 100% sign that I was a crooked corrections officer. And um, the two people that investigated me, uh, both, both of them were fairly high up in that specific prison. They, they called me a liar uh, to my face. Um, I told them that they had not spent their life getting to know me, 
so that they could not possibly call me a liar one way or the other because I haven't lied and they don't have any proof otherwise and they have not been around while I was alive to see that I am an honest person. Um, they told me that if it walks like a duck, talks like a duck, then it must be a duck. And that was the investigator's way of telling me that I was smuggling drugs in. All right. So let me ask you this. When are you scheduled to go back to that facility for more, I guess, interviews? Um, right now, I am on paid leave. And I have to wait for the state of Virginia to finish their investigation. And then when their investigation is finished, they will contact the warden of the specific prison. And then the warden will get a hold of me and he will make his own decision using the information that he received from Virginia. And then I'll find out whether I'm employed, whether I'm fired, whether I'm getting disciplinary action, whatever. So they said, is the worst thing that can happen to you being fired or is, could they do something worse? Um, if I was smuggling drugs in, they could arrest me. I'm not sure what the charges would be. You know, obviously I haven't looked it up because I know I haven't done it. Um, but there would be some sort of criminal charge, I'm sure. Um, but since I haven't done anything and since I know there's no proof otherwise, um, the worst thing could do would be to fire me. Um, the other bad thing, if they do fire me, they could red flag me, which means I would not be able to work any other state job in Virginia because I would be red flagged. Dang. Well, I hope they figure out that you didn't do it because we, me and you both know you didn't. Um, so hopefully they get to the bottom of who actually did it. And I honestly think they should interview the, the, uh, inmate that had it and see what he has to say. Um, because I mean, he knows, he knows the truth, what really happened. So who gave it to him and whatnot. Um, but I hope it works out for you. Um, is there anything else you'd like to say before we end this interview? Um, well, you're, you're free to ask me any other questions you'd like about the, uh, prison system and the prison way of life. Um, have you ever had, I also want to say, do what? I also want to say that obviously, you know, I'm innocent. Uh, I'm innocent until proven guilty. You know, that's another big thing. Um, I didn't do it. And the only thing I'm guilty of is not being an asshole. Um, but it's obvious that that is what the state of Virginia wants, is they want corrections officers that are assholes. So... If they allow me to keep my job, I'm going to be a complete asshole to everybody. I'm going to be fair across the board. Um, and then I'm going to try to find another job because 
uh, ultimately, I don't want to stay somewhere that thinks I'm a criminal and thinks I'm a liar. That's not the kind of place I want to build a career at. So if they let me keep my job, I'm going to stay there long enough to find something else. Gotcha. Well, I understand. Um, the question I have for you is, have you ever had an inmate try to get physical, like try to fight you or someone that you work with? Uh, I've had them get rowdy. You know, I've had them, I've had them tell me and tell other people I've worked with that they're not going to go back to their cell. They're not going to lock down. They're not going to do what we tell them. And they're, they're basically just going to do whatever they want. Um, I never had one try to get physical with me, but I have been around them when they have got physical with other people. What do you do, or what do they do when that happened? If there is any sort of a fight or an altercation, um, you immediately, you know, detain the offender. Um, you know, you put them in handcuffs. Um, if at all possible, you do not pepper spray them. You do not shoot them with uh, um, their grenade launcher rounds but they are foam bullets so if at all possible you do not shoot them with foam bullets you do not spray them with pepper spray you just detain them and put them in handcuffs um you wait until there are multiple officers there and then you take them to segregation which is basically it's isolation they're in a cell by themselves no tv no uh, no tablet. They have tablets at the prison, too, by the way. <laughs> wow. Are they allowed to have a Facebook and get on social media? They have an email, like a prison-generated email. Um, they're not allowed on Facebook or anything like that. Um, if you've ever been... If you've ever been to school, um, if you remember in school... Some of you guys out there, um, your school may have kept you from going to certain websites using like a proxy server. Well, the uh, prison system does the same thing. If you try to go to a certain website, it just shuts you down. So they can only go to the websites that they're allowed to go to. And all the emails are... They're not allowed to look it up, but they are allowed to purchase it. <laughs> Wait, so they can't look up free porn, but they you, can buy porn. You cannot have free porn. You cannot print out porn. You cannot bring porn in. You can't bring porn from another facility. But you can purchase porn from um, a third-party vendor that is verified by the state. And as long as it has that little watermark on it that says, like, it's vendor number, you are allowed to have porn as long as it is purchased porn. For all our uh, listeners that are not from the United States, this is what the United States is, capitalism. You can't have free porn in jail, but you can buy it. Um, I mean, you can have free porn, but they'll charge you with rape. <laughs> oh my god all right let's see 
any other question? Oh, are they allowed to go outside for any reason? Um, it, it depends on the prison. Um, to my knowledge, all of the prisons in the state of Virginia, except I think the women's prison in Fluvanna, I don't think that they have an outer perimeter wall. I think they just have a fence, like a white picket fence. Um, but every other prison in Virginia, I'm pretty sure they have a metal fence around the entire facility. And during the warmer months in the year, the offenders are allowed to come outside. They have like a rec yard that's fenced in, and they can play basketball. They can lift weights. Uh, they can cuss each other out. They can pretend to be Steph Curry, whatever. <laughs> well, um, are they allowed? Do y'all bring them like fast food or do they always have to eat prison food? I've heard some like stories about prisons being able to like order food from like Burger King and stuff, but I don't know if that was in Virginia or I'm thinking that was Arizona. I'm thinking I heard someone tell me that was in Arizona. Um, in Virginia, as far as I know, they have the menu, kind of like school lunches that they give everybody, or you can buy food with your bank account money, and it's like stuff you'd buy at the store, like ramen noodles, spam, macaroni and cheese, you know, stuff you don't have to cook. Um, if you are, if you are Jewish or Muslim, um, if you're a special diet or a special religion, they will make you special food. Like if you're Muslim and you don't eat pork, they won't put any pork on your tray. Um, if you're Jewish or you celebrate Ramadan, they'll bring you an extra tray of food early in the morning for your religion. Um, so they are good about that. Uh, but the, the food's pretty nasty for the most part. It's, it's not, not very good materials. But yeah. I guess when you're giving out free health care, something has to suffer. <laughs> yeah, I figured the food wouldn't be very good. Um, let's see. Any more questions? Um, oh, are they allowed to play fantasy football? I guess the by the handbook answer is no, because that would technically be a form of gambling. Um, if if like one of their program if one of their program managers was to create a league and create paperwork, like if somebody that was staffed at the prison created that for them, then they could probably do it. But if they started it themselves, uh, most likely they would not be allowed to do that. So the gambling that took place over the cheese puffs, that was illegal, right? Oh, yeah, any, any kind of gambling is illegal in the prison. Hmm. Um, Whether it's 
President Trump says something stupid today. Five bags of ramen. Um, the Lakers win by double digits. Ten bags of ramen. I mean, it's all illegal gambling. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, I can't think of any more questions, to be honest. Uh, I think you pretty much covered everything. I was wanting to know, and the listeners might want to know. Um, uh, I guess I'm done, unless you have anything else you want to say. No, uh, I just I appreciate the opportunity to get on here and to tell my side of the story uh, and not be like somebody staring down my throat or yelling at me or calling me a liar, calling me a fake, calling me a criminal. So I just appreciate the opportunity to be able to talk to you guys uh, as a human being. Um, Thank you. The moral of this story, don't bring cheese puffs into a prison. Always bring... Thank you for listening to Good Game Radio. For more information or to reach out to us, contact us at facebook.com slash podcast dot gg. Have a good day, everybody. America first, motherfucker. What does the fuck say? Ding, 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 